Hi, guys. I'm Marie. And I'm Maddie. And we are here recording a new episode. Finally, finally, finally. I know that you guys have been so patient and you've waited for so long, but we have had the craziest couple of weeks. Yes, I would say so. Um, today we're recording with Maverick. Welcome, Maverick. He to is to our recording studio. He's asleep right now. Sleeping. He already did his walk around and sniffed everything and climbed behind the couch and, and has switched laps like three times again. So if you guys did not catch our last episode, which was not last week, but the week before, it was our interview with Bud Carr. Yes. And that was on the Rachel Lacadet case that we covered quite a while ago. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't heard that, go and check that out. It's pretty intense. That kind of kept us busy for a while. Doing some searches kept us busy for a while. I started mountain biking this week. You know, all sorts of fun stuff. Because why not? It's in the woods. Totally counts. So we have had a busy couple weeks. We've had a busy weekend. School's about to start for us, which... You know, I'm super nervous and anxious about, but also happy to have. Yes, because my mother my has, quiet house back. My mother has other children. I do have other children. I know. I think people forget that sometimes when we have like a lot going on and we have to take a week off, and they're like, "What? There are like five of us. <laughs> there are like five kids. So like, I, I'm not it, and Phoenix isn't it either. There, there are two in between me and Phoenix. Yeah. So. We've got everybody going back to school. I might have gone a little overboard on the school clothes shopping for Phoenix, but... Yeah, and apparently I'm responsible for school clothes shopping for my closest sister, the one closest in age to me. I don't yeah. know when that happened, when I had a kid the and 15, had to be responsible for it. The 15-year-old is like, Mom, I don't want you to take me shopping. I want Maddie to take me shopping. And I'm like, okay, sounds good to me. Have fun. And I'm like, what the fuck? How did I get stuck doing this? Because you're the cool big sister. Today, we are going to be covering the case of Kenny Veach. Now, if you don't know who Kenny Veach is, you're not alone. I did not know who he was until a listener recommended the case, and I had to look it up. So 47-year-old desert hiker Kenny Veach went searching for a mysterious cave near Area 51 in the Mojave Desert in Nevada and vanished. So the Mojave Desert is full of old mines and caves. More than 100 years ago, miners blasted their way through the desert while mining for uranium, borax, talc, and silver. Sheep Mountain is the area that Kenny was hiking, which is about 40 miles north of Vegas and south of Area 51, and not far from the Niels Air Force Base. Okay, so a little about Kenny Beach. He is a bit of an eccentric, and you can find exactly four of his videos where he's inventing things and crafting things. and. He seems particularly proud of his craftsmanship. There would be a series of events that would lead to Kenny's disappearance. And it would all start in 2014 when, with the username SnakeBitMcGee, by the way, is Kenny's username. And I think this comes from he was bit by a rattlesnake one time, ended up in the hospital. Would be my assumption. I don't know that for sure, though. I see that that sounds pretty reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Valid. Now, this YouTube video was posted by a man named Paul Utz. He says that he's the son of an Area 51 technician and that when his dad was drunk one night, he basically, like, told him some secrets and stuff. Now, 
So basically, this is just a conspiracy video. Yeah. So in this video, he tells a story about some kind of energy source that exploded and talks about how his father said it had a consciousness, this energy. Now, Kenny comments on this video, and he says, That ain't nothing. I am a long-distance hiker. One time during one of my hikes out by Nell's Air Force Base, I found a hidden cave. The entrance to the cave was shaped like a perfect capital M. I always enter every cave I find, but as I began to enter this particular cave, my whole body began to vibrate. The closer I got to the cave entrance, the worse the vibrating became. Suddenly, I became very scared and hightailed it out of there. That was one of the strangest things that has ever happened to me. Now, as you can imagine, his comment sparked a flurry of conversation and conspiracy on YouTube. On a conspiracy video. Not surprising. No. Several people suggested that he find the cave again and document it this time. They're basically kind of implying that maybe he's making it up. So another comment on this same post was, I solo hike across mountaintops that most people wouldn't dare to go. I have been in more caves than I can count. I play with rattlesnakes for fun. But this one particular cave was beyond anything I had ever encountered. And he continues by saying, I have been doing this sort of thing for over 20 years. I go where no one goes. And I never take anyone with me. I find skulls of all shapes and sizes, and occasionally I find really old animal traps. I hike over mountaintops after mountaintops, and I sleep on peaks under the stars. Sometimes I have to scale giant cliffs to get myself out of a jam, but I always make it back. I'm beat up and tired, and my pack is almost always heavier than when I left. I had to be rescued only one time by a helicopter. I had blown out my left leg at the top of a mountain and I only had one cup of water left to go and I had 20 miles to get back to my truck and it was over 100 degrees out. So I have a very good safety record. I don't know if getting rescued by a helicopter is considered a very good safety record. Only once. Only once. I've never been rescued by a helicopter. Nor have I. Mm-hmm. So... Lots of people challenging him. Lots of people thinking that he's just like talking himself up or whatever. He then posts, I'm going back. I have a very nice video camera. I'm not into filming blurry images of the ground. I will film what I saw. I can't say that it will be interesting. Maybe it's just a strange looking cave that has a mountain lion living in it. It should be sometime this week. I will have my nine millimeter with me this time. Just in case, last time I was unarmed. It's a 10-hour hike, no trails, very dangerous terrain. The mountain is located right next to a bombing range. I have found some giant empty rounds of ammo before. I have just been waiting for the Vegas weather to cool down. It's not the kind of hike one would do in the summer. I hope it turns out to be something crazy. That would be so cool. Okay. And on October 17, 2014, he posts a video under Snakebit McGee. You see the camera go on and he walks into view. He is wearing khaki pants and a khaki shirt, a tan hat, and black knee braces, which I'm assuming are for a little extra support. He is planning on hiking like 20 miles. 
and he has his 9mm handgun strapped to his hip. He talks about how far he is from his car and how the cave that he had found before was shaped like a capital M. And how the first time he found it, he didn't have a sidearm, so he felt really uncomfortable going in. And for some reason, hadn't documented the cave. Which we're going to play a little clip of the beginning of this video, but I will tell you that during this video, he also talks about being very familiar with the area and not carrying a compass or a map. Hmm. So here's a little clip of his plan. Well, here I am on my hike up here in the mountains north of Las Vegas. This is the, uh, this is a canyon I just walked up in. Now you can't tell, but my truck is way out there by the mount mountains at the very, very end of this valley. It's kind of like a big canyon. Uh, on the other side of these mountains, I'll show you in a second, are the, uh, is the bombing range, the Nellis Air Force bombing range. Um, they do a lot of practice stuff out there. This is an old mine, and there's a hole here that just goes way down. I'll show you that. And then uh, the last time I came up here, I hiked up to the top of uh, what they call Gas Peak, and I spent the night. Um, it was a two-day hike, and then I hiked all the way down to another valley over here and went past this mountain range you see on my right, all the way back out to the flat desert. Now, the camera doesn't pick this up very well, but it's a long way. And uh, I just romp around out here, do some solo hikes, and have some fun. My mission today is to uh, just do a one-day hike. It's about a 10-hour hike. Um, I got to still go over another ridge and then go all the way down uh, a big crevice that's real narrow and gets kind of scary. Uh, and uh, I'm looking for a cave that I, I found and I didn't have a I didn't have a sidearm when I was here before. And something about that cave just spooked me out of all the caves I've ever gone in. This one just made my body vibrate. The closer I got to it, the crazier my body felt. And I was like, all right, I'm not going to go in there right now, but I'm coming back someday. And I talked to some people on YouTube and I told them, hey, I'm coming out here, you know, because they, they kind of called my hand on it. So I don't know if there's going to be anything to it, but it, it might be interesting. Uh, if I can find it, I got to relocate it. And this is a big mountain range I'm in. And uh, I'm not, I'm on foot, you know, my truck's way out there. There's no roads, there's no trails. It's a pretty rough terrain. So uh, hopefully I'll find it. It's shaped like a big M. It's a big cave that looks just like a gigantic M. And it's about as tall as I am and kind of narrow. And uh, it's stuck on the side of a mountain. Uh, so I hope I can find it again. And if, if I do, I'm, I'm going in there. I'm going to put on my light and take my gun out and walk in there, see if I find anything. We'll see. So, I mean, he sounds pretty optimistic. He sounds excited. He sounds happy to be out in the desert. I don't know. Now, as he goes through this entire video, I watched the entire thing. As he goes through, he documents his journey. He finds some seeds to eat. He finds a tortoise. He finds a ram. Like he's just like documenting. He's filming around the terrain. He's showing everybody where he's going to go and what his plan is and things like that. Now, by the end of the video, he seems very surprised that he was unable to find the cave. Hmm. And this is what he says. Well, I 
did not find the cave. That is so weird. I mean, I thought for sure I was just going to be able to find it. Um, I remember it being fairly easy. Uh, who knows? But I am at the mouth of the canyon. There, I'm just now coming out. And now I have to take a big left-hand turn and walk all the way back to my truck, which is a long, hard trip because I've got a lot of up and down to do. And that's it. I'll talk to you when I get back to my truck. Bye-bye. So, I mean, yeah, it, to me, it just seems like a video of somebody who wanted to go out there and prove that he wasn't making it up and then couldn't find the cave. Yeah. Basically. There is a part in the video that I rewatched multiple times, and he's sort of like, he's talking about the cave and kind of describing it, and he kind of pans to the right, and he almost like hesitates on like this area of rocks, and I actually rewound it and rewatched it a few times because to me this it looks like a small capital M like nothing like the giant cave that he describes but he's basically like this is the area where I found the cave and then he's kind of panning over to the right and there's like a little tiny cave shaped like a capital M and in that moment I was like maybe that's the cave and maybe he just didn't remember that it was like a tiny cave and was exaggerating what he had found initially. I don't know. I will post a link to the video. It's at 1534 where he pans past the cave. Can you show me? I want to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So to me. So I just showed Maddie the video. It looks like he can't find the cave. And then he's like looking at these smaller caves and he's like, these caves aren't it though. It's a big, deep cave. And then to me, it kind of looks like he sees this cave that does kind of look like a capital M. But it's a lot smaller than what he's been describing. Pretty small. Like, you could definitely fit into it, but it'd be a squish to fit into that cave. Yeah. And to me, it kind of looks like he sees it, realizes that that's it, but then continues on because he's like talking about how small these (laughs) caves are and how he's not looking for a small cave like this. Sees that cave and then continues. Could be. We don't know. We don't know. But it was kind of ironic that as he's talking about the cave being shaped like a capital M, he like pans over to like a small cave that kind of looks like a capital M. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then after this video, he goes back and he posts on the original thread. I got back from a 10-hour hike yesterday. I completely searched the whole damned canyon and I could not relocate the cave. I found a tarantula, a tortoise, a ram. But I could not find the cave. I do not know if you have ever climbed up and down a mountain for 10 hours, but it wore me out. All I got were some nice photos and a big bag full of pinion nuts. This is the perfect time of year to find pinion nuts. Thanks for asking. Yeah, and if you guys have ever read a bunch of comments on a YouTube video... There tends to be a lot of negativity or criticism or whatever. And this comment sparks a whole new flurry of people who are clearly skeptical about Kenny's claims. And I would think that this made him even more determined to find the cave and prove them all wrong. He was encouraged and provoked into trying for a third time. His next post read like this. I'm going again this weekend. I will be hiking solo for three days. I plan on covering about 40 miles. I will cross through the same canyon where I found the cave. 
If I don't find it again, I will just continue hiking over mountain after mountain to the north of the canyon. I dare any of the people that like to run their mouths on here to join me. My hikes are brutal on the body. After one of my long hikes, some of my toenails turn black and fall off. I've actually had that happen. It's not super fun. I lose about 13 pounds of body weight. It takes me about three days to recover from the abuse I put myself through, but I love every minute of it. There's no guarantee that I will find the cave again. The region that I cover is vast. There are many caves. I have been in hundreds of them. The M cave is the only cave I ever feared going inside. I really want to find it again. One YouTube commenter even commented on his post, no, exclamation mark, do not go back in there. If you find that cave entrance, don't go in. You won't get out. It's a little ominous looking back now. So on November 10th, 2014, Kenny would set out to oblige. Whether or not he did this to appease his followers or his own curiosity, we may never know. But I have a feeling it has to do with all the negative comments I know. on the YouTube I video. I think so too. I just want to be like, Kenny, don't go. Don't listen to them. So he planned to be out there for a few days. He planned to start in the same area, so up Joe May Road, and then he would hike to the mine shaft. And this was miles away from any cell phone reception. So by the time he got to the mine shaft, he would not have service anymore. Okay. So when Kenny didn't return, an intense search ensued. Air and ground searchers scoured the desert. They even had scent dogs who went in the same direction that Kenny had gone in this M-Cave video. And after reaching the shaft, the scent disappeared. Right. Disappeared where? Exactly. I don't know. Now, they did find his vehicle where he normally parked it. And... If you go and watch the MK video, you can see where he's standing in front of like this mine shaft. And he even like videos down into the mine shaft to show like how deep it is. And he's like, wooey, look how deep that is. It's at this mine shaft where on November 22, searchers find Kenny's cell phone, which not good. They did lower cameras into the mine shaft and found no sign of Kenny inside. But this would be the only trace of Kenny ever found. So there was a post from Las Vegas, Nevada, KTNV, that said, Rescue crews are planning another search. Operations on the Sheep Mountain for a 47-year-old Las Vegas man. This comes after a search of a mine shaft in the area came up empty. Fire crew sent a camera down the mine shaft Sunday, after Red Rock search and rescue volunteers found Kenny Veach's cell phone nearby Saturday. Crews say they saw no sign of the hiker at the bottom of the mine shaft and are refocusing their search operations. Veach was last seen on November 10 when he left for a camping trip in the area. He was planning a two-day solo trip. Yeah, his post said three. Here they say two. We don't know where they got their information from. When he didn't return home, his family became worried. My biggest thought is that he probably hurt himself and is sick, just waiting, Victoria Veach said, and that is his daughter. Red Rock Search and Rescue is now organizing another search of the area in the near future. Okay. They don't exactly sound like they're 
gathering their forces to like run out and search. It's like, we're planning another search. Now, a man named Gene Laskowski, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, probably not. He posted on a video that he was part of the Carr County search crew and that they had found traces of campsites. And he gives a bunch of GPS coordinates. Now, when I type these in to my Google map, which is probably not the best way, I don't really know, they don't actually pull anything up. So I'm assuming there's missing information in this post. But what do you mean? Like, these are the coordinates that he gave. When I when I type them into my map, nothing comes up. Like, they don't, they're not real coordinates? Yeah, I'm guessing. Or they're missing something or they're typed improperly. I don't know. Hmm. Kind of strange. He basically lists four different coordinates where they found signs of a campsite. Now, he also said that they searched the following areas. Pine Nut Camp, Dead Man Canyon, Basin Canyon, Weejanup Canyon, Joe May Canyon, Cow Camp Road, Pie Canyon Road, Pine Canyon Road, and Hidden Forest Road. So basically lots of canyons. Yep. And he said they found no proof that Kenny was responsible for any of the campsites that they had found. Which it's so hard to know. Like, how do... You you wouldn't know. You would trace the campsite. You don't know. Even with all of these areas being searched, they have found zero sign of Kenny. Just besides the cell phone. That's it. His cell phone, nothing else. He is gone. He is not there. They cannot find him. So things get a little weird in this case. So no sign of Kenny is found. But later on, YouTube goes a little wild with speculation about what happened to Kenny. Now, there's not a lot of news articles out there. Mm -hmm. I found the one news article that had the search and rescue comment in it. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That's the only article from 2014 that I could find about Kenny Beach. Everything else that I could find about him was on YouTube. Okay. We're going to talk about that a little bit too, but... Conspiracy theorists are going wild with this. I can already hear it. They sure are. So on April 4 of 2019, there is an article that comes out on 3 News, and it talks about 200 volunteers who are still searching for missing people in the desert. Kenny Beach is mentioned... And they said that they were out there last week looking for him. So it appears that he's still being looked for, mm -hmm. just not constantly. And not by, like, search and rescue. This is search and rescue. Oh, this is search and rescue? Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Now, they also show a map, along with the article, that shows pinpoints of more than a dozen missing people in this area. Kenny Beach is one of them. And I'll post a picture of this map as well. So the mystery would continue to fester and many, many YouTubers would go out there and try to follow Kenny's footsteps in hopes of finding him and this M cave. Right. Did anyone check the original cave from the video that we think looks like an M? I don't know, actually. I'm sure somebody did. There, There's a lot of people that search. Now, okay. we're going to talk about a couple of them. On July 27 of 2019, a man named Sean Holatcher... Horlatcher? I don't know. I think that's Horlatcher. Okay. Just because it sounds cooler. <laughs> sounds better that way. So he posts a video on YouTube where he finds a cave that he believes is the M cave that Kenny is talking about. And he believes that somebody went back and filled the cave in. So. Dun, dun, dun. 
Yeah. So basically he's like, this is unnatural and look at this rock. And obviously this was moved and things like this. To me, it all just looks like desert rock. And yeah, some of it's like slightly different colored, but I'm like, well, it's been there forever. Now, when I was watching this and he's like proving his point about why the rock mm-hmm. is filled in and he's like, and this looks like some sort of like caulking. And I'm like, that looks like rock, but cool. <laughs> like I'm looking at it as a person who doesn't live in the desert. Well, but he obviously doesn't, he he does not appear to know anything geologically sound about what he's talking okay. about. He's kind of just like, well, it looks like a chunk of rock fell off here, but where's the chunk of rock that fell off? I think it was moved over here, and that's why it's not an M shape anymore. Like, you know, he's just kind of like throwing out all of these different things, right? Actually, okay. Now, while filming the cave, he becomes very ill, and he actually starts throwing up. And if you know anything about me, this is about where I stopped watching the video because I do not do well with that. I did try like continuously like fast forwarding and every time I would stop, he'd be like hacking or like gagging or like doing something that I just could not like, thank you for, thank you for well documenting your illness on YouTube, but I don't want to see that. So I didn't actually finish the video. I did read a bunch of the comments on it, but He seemed to think, along with a lot of other people on YouTube, that he became sick from this cave. There are other people who seem to think that he became sick because he's in 100-plus degree weather in the desert and has hiked 10 miles. And probably didn't drink enough water, probably isn't well-fed enough. Who knows? Who knows? So, I mean, there's just a ton of, of these things going on. Now... He also, near the end of his video, which, by the way, he still is fucking hacking, which I thought I'd be safe once I got to the end, but I wasn't. It has long been theorized that the government, and I don't I don't think this is really a theory, this probably happened, but that the government dumped toxins into the desert, right? And there are many people who have reported becoming ill after visiting Area 51. Could that be the case? Like, could he have come across something that made him ill? Of course he could have. Who says that Area 51 doesn't deposit toxic waste that actually does make people ill? Or who says that it doesn't just like radioactiveness or something, whatever they're doing at Area 51? We're not going to pretend to know. Could he have also been severely dehydrated? Possibly. Yeah. Who knows? There's been multiple times where I'm hiking where I actually... I would like to say that I have never thrown up while hiking, but there are times where I have been... Very close extremely yep. close where I'm like, we're hiking and I'm like, mom, I'm going to throw up. Keep hiking. Madison, yep. keep going. And I'm like, I'm literally going to puke. Okay. Now in April of 2021, a man named Aqua Chigger. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can I? I, I really... That's what it looks like to me. Aqua Chigger. I don't, that's it. It's his YouTube handle or post or whatever. I don't know. Okay. So so he posted a video following Kenny's video that he had posted originally, the second time that he went out and tried to find the cave. Now, he spends about 10 hours looking for the M cave. Mm-hmm. And I actually like how he filmed it because he would hold up the video of Kenny's video and then hold up his video to show you the exact same spot. Like, 
this is this landmark that he was talking about. Mm. Like showed that he was actually going in the same direction. Yeah, that he was following Kenny's footsteps. Yes, exactly. So I kind of like that. Now he does this. I think he does multiple parts. I can't remember how many videos it was, but he also finds nothing. And I will say this: we know that Kenny took his phone and his gun. But it is reported that he did not take his video camera on this excursion. Confused. Matt what? has a really big problem with this. And so do I. So do I. And we're going to talk about that later. Now, why wouldn't he take his video camera? I don't know. Because he says in that post, I have a really nice video camera and I don't film the ground. Yeah. I mean, he literally is going out there to prove... That's his purpose. Yeah, but he apparently does not take his video camera. Now, we don't know if he had a backpack, but we do know that he was planning on spending a couple days out there. So I I would assume that he had some sort of pack. And there are pictures of him out there with a hiking backpack. So we know that he has one, but Mm -hmm. there's no reports that say whether or not he, they found that at his house or if he had that with him. Or who says he doesn't have a couple hiking backpacks? I know. You never know. So that's basically everything out there about Kenny Veach. That's all the information that we have. Now, I don't like the lack of information. Mm -mm. I found it alarming. Now, when I'm looking up a case, I always look up the case and the year because I want to see articles from when it happened. Right. And I could find one article from that time. Which I think is very, very strange. And maybe in 2014, they weren't reporting missing hikers as much. I mean, I don't know. I don't think that's it. Wrong. Wrong. I stamp a big red wrong stamp on that one. Okay, so there's a couple theories we're going to talk about. One theory that we're going to talk about is, did he commit suicide or disappear on purpose? I think that suicide was never considered because if you go and you watch Kenny's videos, he seems a little manic, but he also seems very happy. Mm-hmm. He seems very happy. He seems like he enjoys his life. He enjoys what he does. But we do a little learn crazy, a little crazy. But we do learn that all might not be as good as it seems. Oh, so a woman named Cheryl Pilgrim who claims to be Kenny's girlfriend, posts on one of his videos this. I am the girlfriend that Kenny spoke of in the video. Because in his his video, he says that his girlfriend had to pick him up from Mm -hmm. one of his hikes. There are so many posts. I had no idea until a friend let me know. So many people are wondering what happened and guessing different things. You are heartfelt about the sadness around what has happened with Kenny. He has not been found, and I feel that he probably will not be found for many, many months, if ever. I want to share what I know and feel about what happened so that it might bring some closure and understanding in your own lives. Kenny absolutely loved hiking in the desert. It was his very, very favorite thing to do. We hiked and camped together all over the Nevada desert, sometimes nine hours in a day. We found many abandoned mining towns, usually referred to as ghost towns by Nevada hikers. We explored many caves and mine shafts. We were always careful how we explored them, but Kenny was a bit more daring than I was. 
we wore snake guards, sun-protected clothing, used walking sticks, brought enough water and food for the hiking hours, and had extra water and food in the car. I want you to know that I do not think Kenny had an accident. I believe he committed suicide. He battled depression for many years and would not take medication or see a doctor. He quit his job a little more than a year before he disappeared. The search for him was started within a couple of days of my call. Over 30 search and rescue team members searched three different times on foot. One helicopter flyover was done and there was no trace of Kenny or any of his camping things. They found his car in an area that I told them it would be. They did find his cell phone by a mine shaft in the video. The mine shaft was only about a four hour hike from his car. It is my feeling that he left it behind so that he could not be tracked from the GPS in it. He also did not take his video camera with him on this solo hike. It was left in his home, so he had no intention of filming anything. I share this with you for two reasons. First, so that you have more of an understanding of who Kenny was to bring some peace or understanding to the situation. Secondly, if any of you do decide to go out into our desert to look for him or the M cave, be careful and bring enough water and food. Walking sticks are a good idea and not doing a solo hike. Bring a GPS and make sure you let friends and family know that you are heading out for a hike and where and when you will be returning. A search really can't be a one-day hike. You would be repeating much of the same hike, just getting up the mountain and then be left with not many hours in the day to do the search. You would need two or three days at a time, and in the summer or evening or even late spring, this cannot be done because of the heat of our desert. You would not be able to carry enough water, so please, please be careful. I had many wonderful experiences with Kenny and will always remember them and have a place of love in my heart for him and the wonderful things we did together. I am healing from this loss and look forward to new experiences with desert hiking, camping, and taking beautiful pictures in our desert. Enjoy your adventures of life and thank you for the kind, loving comments sent my way. So why is this his supposed girlfriend? Well, in one of the videos that Kenny posts, he claims to be single, for starters. Now, I did find pictures of her with Kenny. But in some reports, it calls her his ex-girlfriend. That's a lot of information to be sharing on YouTube, I feel like. Basically, her comment is shutting down... Trying to shut down anybody looking for Kenny, I feel like. Like, he's not really lost out there. You're not going to find him. I think he killed himself. Yeah, I don't really like it, but I don't feel like it's that weird. Like, especially if that's solely with, like, wholeheartedly what she believes is that he went out there and killed himself. Yeah, maybe. And she doesn't think that people will find him. Either way, this comment did spark a lot of negativity her way, a lot of people suggesting that her account was fake, and there was somebody who commented on her comment that claimed to be friends with his daughter who basically called her a liar and said, you don't know Kenny. Plot has thickened. It has thickened. Now, 
There is one question that's asked, and it says, do you honestly think Kenny went into the desert that day to kill himself? I have been researching Kenny's case for almost a year now. Ultimately, I will end up spending two weeks out there looking for him. I feel like Kenny is owed that. My fear is that if he truly did not want to be found, he knew the land better than anybody, and he would have known exactly where to go. Did he take a gun with him that day? So her reply, your question is very straightforward, and I hope to give you that same type of answer. Straightforward. He left at 6 a.m. for his about one-hour drive to where he would park to start his hike. With all that I have put together from conversations where he was in life, I believe that he took his own life. He had quit his job of 17 years about 14 months before he disappeared and was living on his retirement money. He was running out of money. Had not created the money that he hoped to by doing his business on his own. He did open up and talk to me about his suicidal thoughts he had had for years. As he said for most of his life, his father committed suicide with a gun when Kenny was in his early 20s. I do not know if Kenny left in the morning with the intention or if the decision was made after he was on his hike. I was with Search and Rescue when they got the okay from police to search his house. His gun was not there, so we know that he took his gun with him. He always took it on our camping trips and usually took it on long desert hikes. What I found odd is that his video camera was left behind, but his regular camera was not found in his home. So we figured that he took his photo camera. A search was done of his computer and history showing that he had recently been reading several articles on suicide and he had the words, help me, written several times in one of his searches. Yeah. So this is all true? We don't know. This is just what she's saying. So I could find nowhere to confirm that any of this is true. This is her responding to a YouTube comment. So he said it to me once that if he decided to do it, he would not do it in his home. That no one would ever find him. I am only guessing, but I feel he said this to me because of the memory of finding his dad after suicide. And knowing what this was like. So with the helicopter flyover and no trace of Kenny or any of his things, I feel it would be very difficult to find him. He may have had a specific place in mind, but as he said in his video, there were hundreds of caves and mines all over the area. This is merely my opinion. I could be wrong, but this is based on many conversations with Kenny and information gathered with Search and Rescue, much more than I can write in a post. I am glad you are planning on spending two weeks looking for him. It would entail much more than a two-day hike. I know you cannot be out there for two weeks without coming back into town for more supplies. Please be careful and let us know when you go so we can watch for updates from you. Okay, now we couldn't find the Plus C Rock YouTube channel. There's a couple under similar names, but they look like rappers, so we don't think it's this guy. But So some interesting things on Sharon's Twitter account, and I know I'm probably saying her name wrong or it's spelled really weird. I'm not sure. But 
Her Twitter account was started only one month before Kenny went missing. And there is zero tweets about Kenny on her account. Now, could she have deleted them? Possibly. I'm not sure. But were there any tweets? Yep. Years after Kenny went missing, there were tweets about a different hiker. And on March 2 of 2016, she tweets, At Eric the Hiker, stay safe. March 3rd, 2016. At Eric the Hiker. Okay, Eric, we are watching for messages and don't see any. You better be safe. Again on March 3rd, at Eric the Hiker. Eric, it's the end of the second day and no messages from you. We are not liking this. You better be safe. March 4th, 2016. At Eric the Hiker. Nothing. No content. Just at Eric the Hiker. Again on March 4th, at Eric the Hiker. Are you back from your three-day hike yet? A post on YouTube, not here, want to confirm you are back safe and sound. So at Eric the Hiker Twitter account does not exist. The Eric the Hiker Twitter account has been deleted. Right. So we have no idea who she's talking to. Or change their name or something. something. But why is she tweeting about this Eric the Hiker on her Twitter, but she doesn't once tweet about Kenny? Maybe she just wasn't familiar with using it, but she really doesn't use it for much else. Could she have opened a Twitter account, forgot about it, never used it, and then when she met this Eric the Hiker person, Mm -hmm. decided to use it because that's how he communicated? Maybe. Maybe. But who are we? Like, we are not liking this. She's talking about multiple Mm -hmm. people, too. I found that a little strange. Yeah. No, that's strange. No, 100% weird. Where's Eric the hiker? I don't know who's Eric the hiker. So another thing that may have led to the fact that maybe Kenny committed suicide or went missing on purpose, he did seem to be struggling financially, and there were a few reasons that he might have been struggling. Yeah, like he had quit his job. He was trying to live off of retirement. Also, if you look at the videos that he does have on YouTube, he tries to submit multiple ideas to Shark Tank. And there's even one of him trying to sell his house with him being a part of the deal. Um, I'm sorry. What? So he's basically suggesting that he wants to sell his house, but he wants to continue living there and maintaining the house. So you get, uh, I think he called himself like a handsome cowboy or something in the captions. You get a handsome cowboy along with the sell of the house. I'm going to guess he got no buyers on that. I don't think he got any buyers on that, no. Okay. Yeah, so the thought kind of is maybe he wanted to take himself out and set up the whole M cave thing so that he could disappear with, like, mystery and flair or, you know, something like that Mm -hmm. is kind of the thought. And like she said, he did know the desert well enough that if he wanted to kill himself and not be found, he would be able to do that. Yeah. We know that. Next theory, did he fall into a mine shaft? Now, his phone was found at the top of a vertical mine shaft. And it says that they searched for him, but he could have gone in willingly and not have fallen and gone deeper than they searched. Right, because it said that they lowered a camera down in there, but it doesn't say that anybody went down there to search for him. I feel like that if he wanted, if he wanted to, I think he could probably successfully go missing. Oh, for sure. But could he have fallen into a mine shaft? 
100%. They're everywhere out yeah, there. everywhere. So regardless of whether or not he fell into this mine shaft or could he have fallen into another mine shaft, very, very plausible. Um, mine shaft, I think probable. Foul play is another one. So he did notify the entire internet where he was going, when he was going to be there, and even did a video ahead of time showing his route. So it wouldn't have been hard if somebody wanted to harm Kenny for them to do it. True. Yeah. So if you think about that, I mean, we talked about that in the Sam Sayers case, right? Like she posted online ahead of time where she was going, when she was going, and that she was doing it alone. And yes, invited other people to join her, but it also notifies anybody that can see your profile where you're going to be at a particular time. Mm -hmm. So foul play, I mean, who knows? Could Kenny have never even gone to the mine? Could Kenny have not even left the comment saying he was going to the mine? Could somebody else have done that? Could they have driven his truck up there, dropped his phone at the mine shaft, and had a car waiting to take them back down? Okay, so elements is another thing. And I'm going to play you this quick video clip from Kenny's MK video that might give you a little better idea of how he would prepare himself to go out into the desert. So I do all of this solo, you know, and it's, it's, it gets, it's kind of dangerous. And I try to pretend like I don't have any supplies. You know, I bring water and I bring something to eat, but I haven't eaten anything since I started this hike. And I've only had two small gulps of water. So I kind of try to pretend that I'm running out or I don't have it just so I can see how far I can actually go before I feel like I'm in trouble. That way, if I ever do get in trouble, I know when it, <laughs> I know when I should start panicking how long I have before I'm in trouble. So So, I mean, you can kind of get a feel for he doesn't go into the desert super prepared. He likes to push himself. He likes to not have a lot of supplies. He likes to see how far he can go. I did look up November, which is when he went missing, I looked up their average high and their average low, which is an average. It could have been much hotter or much cooler than this. But the average high in November is 68 degrees and the average low is 51 degrees. So this is a lot cooler than you would think for desert weather. He also talks about in his video that he likes to travel without a map and without Mm -hmm. a compass. And likes to push himself to the very edge. Yeah. So what if he got dehydrated? What if he got disoriented? What if he wandered into a cave and didn't come back out or got lost or trapped or something? Dude, I mean, the possibilities honestly sound kind of endless. Yeah, especially when you consider all of the things that could have gone wrong in the desert. huh And Maddie, I'm going to let you do the government cover-up theory because I feel like that might be your favorite. Yeah, so we're going to talk about government cover-up. Obviously, the government's involved in anything and everything and... Especially if we don't understand it. Yes. Yep. 100%. Government cover-up. So obviously, when you're Area 51, lots of government, government cover-ups all day long. Okay, so Sean, who made the gross... Gagging and puking video all Um, over the place. Yeah, I'm really glad that it's actually making me ill just thinking about... (laughs) Stop. Stop it. 
I used to be fine with throw up at a younger age, but now as I keep growing older, throw up is just worse and worse. Well, it's because you've experienced it more from over drinking probably that now you're like, actually, I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) I have really mixed emotions about throwing up. So Sean claims that he believes that there is a government cover-up. He believes that the rocks had been dropped into place to cover up the mouth of the cave, right? We talked about that. Yep. So he thinks the government did that. Yeah, and, you know, that that's definitely, he has a lot of support behind that theory, and then he has a lot of people that are like, oh, come on. We don't even know that that's the cave. That's just rock. You're dehydrated. I mean, really, I feel we like— We don't know. Yeah, I feel like any government, like, conspiracy— If the government theory, didn't want you to know, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't know. That's the whole thing. It's I, just the whole- don't, I just don't give our government that much credit. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, I probably shouldn't say that on a podcast. You can say that. Yeah. Uh, Maddie and I would both like to state for the record that neither of us are now nor have ever been suicidal. So if anything happens to us, you will know it's a government cover-up. Yes. Okay. Now as we get back into the government cover-up. So this is close to Neil's Air Force Base. And... There's a video by Really Robin. And in this video, they are panning around. And if you freeze it right. Just right. Just right. Just perfect. Perfectly right. There is a very strange rock that you can see. It looks very out of place and almost looks like it has carvings in it. Let me see the rock now. This rock does look suspicious. And we're not experts in desert terrain. Nor are we experts in rocks. We are not geologists. But we'll post a picture of it. It's just a strange-looking rock, and he didn't actually notice it when he made the video. I think somebody else pointed it out to him after the fact. Yeah, it, it does look... It looks like it looks like a rock that belongs in the desert, but it doesn't match any of the rocks surrounding it. And it does look to have very suspicious squares on it, which I don't know how you naturally how that naturally would get created. Right. We're not experts, but go and look at the rock and tell us what you think. The thing that did bother me that kind of goes into a government possible cover-up is that I could not find any real news stories about his disappearance. So there's a lot of like after the fact stuff. There's a lot of, not even a lot. There's like maybe three articles altogether. And it's all after the fact besides the one search and rescue comment. And I couldn't even find where they originally made that comment. It's apparently a comment that they made to the news reporter. So we don't even know where it came from exactly. But Mm -hmm. could all of this have been deleted? Could Mm -hmm. all of the news stories have been removed? Also, Kenny's original comment is gone. The one that he made on the video is gone. Now, luckily, we have screenshots of it because people were like, oh, my gosh, this guy, what's this guy talking about? And screenshots were taken. Now, could the publisher of that video deleted the comment because he was tired of being overshadowed by the Kenny Beach M Cave mystery? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Either way, the comment is gone and the Internet seems to have a very sparse amount of actual information about this case. I've never spent so much time on YouTube in my life. Because that was really the only place I could get information about this case. Weird. My theory, he found the M-Cave, went into the M-Cave. That vibrating was actually coming from the government facility. 
of either A, Air Force Base, B, a ground-penetrating radar. Anything. Something to do with the government. Something the government's doing. It led in. He got caught down there in the cave where he wasn't supposed to be, and they didn't. Then they killed him. Mm-hmm. Captured him. Did experiments on him. It's very, very possible. Another one picked up by air. Aliens because, or military. Well, because remember, the dogs lost his scent at the mine shaft. Mm-hmm. I still think he could be in that mine shaft, to be honest. Could totally be. But if the dog lost his scent there, did he get picked up? Maybe. Okay. One thing that I wanted to throw out there, and it's out there, it's probably unlikely, but when I first saw it, I was like, oh my God. Could this all be a hoax? I literally saw a video of him. What do you mean he's not real? It's a hoax? hell are you talking about? <laughs> so The fuck do you mean? <laughs> so listen, listen. Not that he's a hoax, but the whole thing is a hoax. So you saw a video of a person, mm-hmm. a real person. Mm-hmm. But is that person Kenny Veach? Does Kenny Veach even exist? The only person who's online saying that this guy is missing is his girlfriend, mm-hmm. his supposed girlfriend, right? What about his daughter? Haven't seen anything from her. The only mention of her that I've ever actually physically seen with my eyes is that report where she said something to the search and rescue. But who knows if it was her? What if it was his girlfriend and they were just like... Who knows? Where is the news coverage of this case if this man really went missing? He joined YouTube on February 9, 2012. Mm -hmm. Okay? The first post that he makes on YouTube... Is on September 4 of 2014. But keep in mind, Kenny is very active on commenting on other people's posts. So I almost feel like when I read some of his other posts, like that he's like created a fake account to like troll other people's accounts. Like that was like the first impression that I got because his account was so sparse. Yeah. September 4, 2014, he posts the video. Selling himself along with his house. Good shit. Good shit. And I'll play a little, I'll play a little tidbit of that for you guys. Hi, my name is Kenny, and I have an offer. A proposal, if you will. And it has to do with the house that I am standing in. And by the time you finish watching this video, you will know exactly what I'm talking about and what I'm offering. So what I plan on doing is selling this home in a unique, kind of an unusual fashion, um, out of the ordinary, because I'm a kind of guy that likes to think outside of the box. So, and that's one of the ways I was able to create this beautiful home I'm standing in. Now, this house is only approximately just just under four years old. Um, It's beautiful in every way. It's perfect and clean, and there's not a spot anywhere on any of the walls. And I'm putting this house up for sale along with me. I'm offering myself along with the house. So that's the niche, that's the unusual thing right there. So by the time this video is finished, you will know exactly what I'm offering, what I'm talking about, and um, hopefully you'll have fun watching the video and we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens. I, I hope you enjoy the video and I will be 
walking around the house. Sometimes you'll see me in the video and sometimes I will just be holding the camera and showing you items in the house that I have created. Uh, I'm a very artistic human being, uh, adventurous, and I'm an inventor and I combine those three uh, talents and I have created a wonderful, beautiful, rustic, cowboy-styled home. Uh, which you are getting ready to see. I'm going to show you the front yard, the backyard, the upstairs and downstairs, and the bathrooms, and the kitchen, and the living room, everything, and the family room. So, uh, I hope you enjoy this video, and here we go. The next three posts that we have all occur on the same day. On October 17, 2014, he posts the M Cave video, which we talked about earlier. It's his second attempt at finding the cave. Same day, he posts his Shark Tank submission for the Glowler Bear. He also has some sort of a wheel thing, some logo shirts, and then a stuffed animal with a logo shirt on it. He has a modified laser gun, a redneck whistle, a toilet paper roll, some sort of spinning thing, and he calls himself a money-making machine that just hasn't been activated. Same day, he posts a demonstration of just the Glowler Bear and a demonstration of the toilet paper roll. That's five videos that he has on his YouTube channel. And four of them were posted on the same day. And the other one was posted just over a month before. Yeah, that's weird. Right? Especially because he's like this crazy, advanced, desert hiker, survivalist kind of guy. I don't know. I find it a little strange. Go, so look, go look at some videos. Were his posts deleted? Well, it doesn't appear that his posts were deleted. Could they have been? Yes. But when this drama all starts, those are what's on his YouTube channel. Like, that's what people have screenshots of. That's what's out there. Okay. Okay. There are people who think that there is missing footage, but there are no screenshots of any other footage that was on there. Mm -hmm. Also, he signed up on YouTube, and then it took him two years to post his first video. His playlist, though, is gone, which is weird because of how active he was on YouTube. So that had to have been deleted. Mm -hmm. So that's where that theory kind of comes in. Maybe it was all like a big publicity stunt. I don't know. People have said that they've like tried to find other records of Kenny and haven't been able to, but I personally have not. So if anybody out there is like really good with that kind of stuff, go and take a look. See what you can find. See what you can dig up. I don't know. Now, in 2021, a man named Scott Nuttall found a tent. And with this tent, he also found food cans and a sword. Necessity for hiking. We're changing our entire lineup. You need a fucking sword. And now the sword is inside what just looks like a bamboo walking stick. And then when you pull the handle up, it actually has a sword inside of it. He did include the coordinates of where this tent was found. And I will post that on mm. our map as well. But there is no indication that this tent belonged to Kenny. Now, a lot of people are like, why would somebody leave the tent behind? The tent is well shredded at this point, and it's pretty destroyed. But this could belong to a different missing hiker. Somebody could have left it behind because it was destroyed and accidentally left their walking stick 
Because I do think that the sword slash walking stick would not intentionally be left behind. I find that very strange. So could Kenny's girlfriend was really insistent that they always carried walking sticks. Yeah, but I feel like if they carried a walking stick with a fucking sword in it, she would have been like, oh, yeah. And by the way, our walking sticks had swords in them. So if you find a walking stick with a sword in it, it probably belonged to Kenny. Um, There was also a backpack allegedly found in the area where Kenny was said to have been. But the people who find it left it there. And I, my impression is that it was unable to be found again. There was a post made by Snake Bit McGee that commented, Hey, actually, I'm alive. Yep, and this does turn out to be a fake account. But they used the same profile picture that Kenny had to make this fake account. Like, what is actually wrong with people? In 2018, there was something interesting that happened, okay? A store was broken into. And this was called Enchanted Forest. And the CCTV footage shows a man kind of going into the store, rummaging through, and I think he leaves with just an iPad or something like that. The owner of the store, her name is Debbie Veach, which could just be a very weird coincidence. I've seen nothing that actually attached the two. But the reason this comes out is because some people who watch that video think it looks like Kenny. In the video. Mm-hmm. I don't think it looks like Kenny. I think it looks like a younger guy just breaking into a store. Yeah. But I'm guessing because of the Veach connection, that's how that link was made. But you can go and watch the video and tell me what you think. When Kenny went missing, he was 5'8 and weighed about 140 pounds. He has brown hair and brown eyes. And if you have any information about Kenny or his whereabouts please contact Detective Dan Hawley at 702-828-5705 or the Las Vegas Metro Police. Oh, also a shout out to Eva Freeman who recommended this case. Um, I'm going to go with government cover-up straight off the bat. Okay. I'm thinking elements or suicide are my two top picks, but let us know what you guys think. If you want more information on Kenny Beach, there is a ton of it on YouTube. Go jump down that rabbit hole. I mean, I mean a ton. There are YouTubers who have dedicated their entire channel to the Kenny Veach conspiracy theory. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So that's the story of Kenny Veach and the M cave mystery, which may or may not exist or have been covered up by the government. Yeah. Let us know what you guys think about this. And thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you guys coming to listen. If you haven't checked out our Patreon lately, we have a four-parter that we just released on there of Um, the Maura Murray case. Yes. So go check that out. If you are a Maura Murray fanatic like I am, you might want to go and check that out. Also, we have Patreons. Thank you, Relina Sombrero. Welcome to Patreon, and thank you for joining. Sorry for pronouncing your name wrong. I am sure I did. We have Colleen Fish. Hi, Colleen. Welcome to Patreon. Hopefully, we are pronouncing your name right. And then we have Charlotte Rankine. Rankine? Loud and confident. Rankine? 
Thank you for joining Patreon. We have Heather Walloom. Hi, Heather. Welcome to Patreon. God, why do I keep getting the hard ones? I just we have We have Lisa Gimbaluka. Guy Gimbaluka. I'm so sorry. That's probably so wrong. Hi, Lisa. Welcome to Patreon. We have Maria Rojas. Rojas? Ro- Rojas? Rojas? That's how I would say it. I hope it's Rojas. I like that. Maria Rojas? I don't know. Welcome to Patreon. And then we also have Justin Miner. Hi, Justin. Welcome to Patreon. Thank you, everybody, so much for supporting us. We really, really appreciate you guys. We are planning a special treat for all of our Patreons once we hit 100. Um, We're getting close, so keep an eye out for that. And if you need more content or want more videos and things like that, Patreon is definitely the place to get it. So, oh, don't forget, if we double our sales on merch. Oh, shit. What month was this supposed to be for? It's it's until the end of September. If we double our sales for merch, which remember, we're only like 20 or something like that. Like, it's not that much. It's not that much. Then versus the amount of listeners that we have, it yeah. would take such a small fraction of everyone buying something to double our sales. Uh, then we will be releasing one of our Patreon episodes on our regular channel. So you will get a freebie episode. And our Patreons get to decide and vote on which episode we will be releasing. Yes. And the week that we release, you'll probably get an extra one Patreon. So. Honestly. Like, just go buy something. They're They're cute. They're soft. Yep, and we will put the link to our merch in this episode, and also it is in our bio on Instagram. Yeah, go buy some merch. Go buy some merch. Buy one thing. If everybody bought one thing, no problem. Dude, if everyone bought one thing, if every person that listens to this podcast bought one thing. That'd be crazy. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Yep. Bye. Don't leave me. My blanket's on still. It's not any less warm. You're literally going to fall off the couch to do that. Asshole. He just got up from my lap because he's too warm to go lay on my mom's heated blanket that's probably warmer than mine. I was going to say, mine is turned up. Mine was only on like a quarter of the way. I don't know. And now he's going to fall off the couch just to lay with her. Okay. Sorry, Maddie. It'll be okay. It's fine. I'm just waiting for something to love me unconditionally. Kids are supposed to love grandma. That's the way it's supposed to work. Phoenix, why did you feel it necessary to come in and interrupt us while we were recording? Because I couldn't find the remote. And why do you think that we know where the remote is? Because I saw it. Because I saw Maddie put it somewhere and I know she put it somewhere. So, Madison, what do you have to say to this accusation? I was the one that was directing mom on how to find your show. I didn't touch the remote once this morning. I haven't touched the remote in like four days. Maddie did just get out of bed. Why do you say that like it's a surprise? They already know. So what do you think is more likely, Phoenix? That mommy intentionally hid the remote from you or that it's just under a blanket and you didn't look good enough for it? I don't know.
Does hiding the remote seem like something I would do for fun? No. Okay, then why would you storm in here, burst the door open, and say, what did you guys do with the remote? Or where did you guys hide the remote? Well, I I looked everywhere for it, and I couldn't find it. <laughs> I didn't hide it, I promise. I know that. I, I, I think so. Cut that out. So here's what I think you need to do. You need to go back upstairs, and you need to look a little better for the remote. And then, when you find the remote, you can sit down, finish your show, and then when Mommy and Maddie come back upstairs, you can apologize for accusing us of stealing the remote. Well, I didn't mean to because I didn't know I, 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 I couldn't do this. I didn't know I would get in trouble or anything. Well, you're not in trouble, but you then are disgusting. I... Am I using my lecture voice? Am I using my you're in trouble voice? <laughs> <laughs> A little bit? Yes, Mom. Okay, so back upstairs. Go find the remote. Okay, so apparently Maddie and I seem like the type that would intentionally hide a remote just to mess with Phoenix. Although I will say for some reason all of my children are really bad at finding shit. Like, Maddie was getting ready to go on vacation a while back, and she's like, Mom, I can't find my passport. Oh my God, I flipped my shit. And wait, she had already lost her driver's license, which she still has not replaced. So she doesn't have a driver's license. She's using my credit card because she lost her debit card. And now she cannot find her passport, which she cannot go to Mexico without her passport. Yes. It's a true story. So she's, like, in this, like, panic, crazy, like, murderous, like, I don't even know. Rampage? Rampage. Yeah. And so she's, like, calling her friends, like, making them search their cars. So I literally go down to her room, and within five minutes, I find her fucking passport. Like, why is it that moms are able to find things when I don't know? They just I I looked in all the same places you did, and somehow (laughs) you found it, and I couldn't. Uh, Oh my god. Okay. Anyway, um, you've made me an anyway Nazi. By the way, every time anyone is like, anyways, I literally right after them every single time. Go anyway. Yep. Same. Like, nobody notices either. No one notices that I'm not saying the same thing as them. (laughs) And that I'm actually like, anyway. Phoenix said that she had to eat her cereal out of a Tupperware today because all the bowls were dirty in Maddie's room. And I was like, Phoenix, it's Tupperware. And she was like, that's not how Maddie says it. And I'm like, well, Maddie is wrong. (laughs) I refuse to change the way I say Tupperware. Why? Because why did no one tell me my entire life? You never corrected me when I was younger. How often do you think you said the word Tupperware when you were younger? I don't know. Not it's very tup- often. Tupperware? Tupperware. Yeah. Tupperware. It's not Tupperware. There's no B in it. Well, fuck. How many times do you think I've spelled out the word Tupperware? <laughs> Tupperware. Tupperware. I swear to God. Tupperware. Okay. Anyway. I came to to interrupt you, Mom, because I wanted to tell you something. Okay, what do you want to tell me? Goose said that he hates me. The cat? Yes. The cat Goose said he hates you? Yes. With with words? No, but I told him he said, I hate you. Um, 
He said, I hate you. Please elaborate. Well, he said, first, when I was petting him, he said, I love you. Then he said, pet me more. I want attention. And then he said, I hate you. Now, is this what you're imagining that he's saying? No, I can hear. I know. <laughs> you can hear him saying this? Yes. Is this because you watched that Doug show? No, but I can hear him, and he's saying, I hate you, I love you, and I want more attention. And now he hates me. I'm sure that Goose doesn't hate you, and I wouldn't stress out about it. But he said I hate you. This is a parent. This is a parenting issue. This is, I'm not involved in this. This is, this is where the parentals take control. Okay, Mommy and Maddie are almost done. Give me a kiss and get back upstairs, okay? I love you. Well, go give him treats. Maybe he'll like you again. And close the door, please. Well, it's possible that we have left Phoenix alone for too long. I guess so. Now that the cat is talking to her, and she can actually hear the cat talking to her, we're going to save that and visit it later. Okay. You can just ignore that one. All right. Yeah, I'm going to pretend that one didn't happen.